Today's podcast is brought to you by Helion Technologies, the largest IT service provider exclusively serving the unique needs of automobile and heavy truck dealers for more than two decades. To learn more about Helion, please visit us online at heliontechnologies.com. Welcome to Helion Bite Size, where auto and heavy truck dealers can get short, digestible pieces of IT insight and advice. I'm your host, Jeff Mason. Today, we're going to cover a topic that I find especially exciting, the Security Operations Center, or SOC. A SOC is critical to mitigating the impact of a cybersecurity attack. But until now, a SOC was only something that businesses with very deep pockets could afford. That's all changed. To explain more about the SOC, I have our resident dealer IT and cybersecurity genius, Eric Knockbar, with me. Eric, as many of you know, is founder and president of Helion Technologies, and he's a certified information system security professional who's been working exclusively with dealers for more than 25 years. What I find exciting about this Security Operations Center, or SOC, is that it really level seems to level the, the playing field against a cyber criminal. Cyber criminals get up in the morning and go to bed at night thinking about how can I break into a business and, and rob them? It's their complete focus. Dealers, on the other hand, live and breathe selling and servicing cars and trucks. They're not focused on their, their dealership's ability to defend against a cyber attack. So this puts them at an immediate disadvantage. On top of that, uh, the cyber criminal is a big fan of continuous improvement. They, um, they're constantly looking at what's working and what's not working, refining their approach and getting better and better. The SOC seems to me like a great weapon that dealers can take advantage of to sort of even the odds. Am I right about that? Yeah, I mean, a- absolutely. The, the thing about a security operations center is you need experts to take on these experts because cyber criminals are in fact experts with many layers of you know highly trained professionals that are going after the network so a security operations center are going to have people that are trained in digital forensics uh, malware reverse engineering they're going to have an entire incident response team that has multiple levels and they're going to have technical surveillance countermeasures so they're really they're looking for what types of attacks are occurring, and then they've got actual countermeasures. And the reality is, is that those people don't typically exist in a dealership IT team, or frankly, in most IT teams. If you talk to you know your typical IT team out there in a dealership and ask them if they have anyone with this type of experience, the answer is probably Absolutely not, right? Because these are just a very specific type of security training. And these experts focus on defending a business against cyber attack. That's all they do all day long. So they're really the ones that you want um, countering a cyber attack, not you know your typical IT person that doesn't have that experience. So talk a little bit more about why having a team like this is, is so important, so critical to a dealership. Well, I mean, dealers live and breathe selling and servicing cars. They're they're not focused on cyber atten- uh, you know, defense. That's really not what they do all day long and it's not frankly what dealers should be thinking about or doing. You know, a, a security operations center team is what would do that for them. So, you know, 
a security operations team is going to put things in place like security information and event management, right? They're going to have a solution for that to ensure that a cyber attack is detected. And that allows the security operation team to stop the attack. And the thing we always want to remember when we're talking about, you know, cybersecurity operations is that, um, you know, the, the severity of the attack and how pervasive it is and the cost of the attack is directly related to how quickly you can get that attack under control. So having security experts that can detect these threats early, detect an attack as it begins or is in progress in the early stages and thwart it, that absolutely is a way to avoid a really, really costly attack. So the SOC seems like it's tremendously valuable when it comes to early detection and quick mitigation of a of a cyber attack but it also sounds really really expensive you know how how is a, a small dealership going to be able to afford something like a, a sock well I mean it, you know and and that's kind of the current misunderstanding that having security operations center or sock is is not affordable, that it's too expensive. That's just a few years ago, I would have told you that's true, but that's changed pretty dramatically. And like a lot of things, you know, as, as more uh, demand happens, um, you know, you get this tremendous influx of organizations that provide these services. And that's absolutely happened with security as a service. So these security operations centers are now delivered in the service model. So you can buy um, a sock based on the number of computers you have. There's a lot of different ways that's modeled, but you basically buy sock services at a very affordable price. And, you know, it's interesting because, of course, they're responding. If you look, there was a recent survey done of business decision makers, and overwhelmingly, they were not happy with their internal team's ability to defend against a cyber attack. And the reality is, is that they don't have the level of expertise internally uh, to, to perform those defenses. And, you know, most IT people, frankly, that they admit that that's, that's an area of expertise that is very, very specialized. So, Having a SOC and outsourcing the security operations allows a business to focus on the business they're in. And in the case of car dealerships, that's selling and servicing uh, cars. So, you know, Helion, as an example, we provide our clients with SOC at a fraction of the cost of what a SOC used to cost. Um, and then, you know, what, what's more is in the case of auto dealers and heavy duty truck dealers, since that's all we do, um, we actually have a large volume that we are able to provide SOC services for. So that cost is driven down even lower than what the market would be due to our buying power. So it's not cheaper then just to build your own SOC if you know if you have the the resources, um, you know, maybe a large dealership? I would tell you no. I mean, because you don't just need a security person, you need all different types of, you know, highly specialized security experts on staff. Um, and they're a hot commodity. So you need people and technologies. So that's an investment, right? So you're going to need to invest in technologies that perform the detection. You're going to need frontline people to monitor it. And then as an attack escalates, you're going to need, again, another level of expert and probably multiple experts that can actually work against an attack. And those types of people are not 
you know, going to be sitting around in one dealership kind of looking for what's going on there. They're going to want to be involved in a dynamic organization um, that's looking at a lot of different attacks across a lot of different clients. So I, I would tell you that, you know, getting the right people in a dealership would actually probably be next to impossible, even if you wanted to. Yeah. So I imagine that, um, you know, I know technical security experts are a hot commodity, finding them, hiring them, paying for them. I, I'm sure that they're, they're very, very expensive, uh, would be, um, you know, next to impossible for a, for a dealer to do. And I guess with the security as a service, you're basically spreading the cost of the security operation center across a variety of businesses, a variety of dealers, as opposed to concentrating it, you know, the, you know, one, one company or one dealer shouldering all of that expense themselves. So that makes sense. So talk a little bit about what exactly does a SOC do? I mean, get into some specifics. Yeah. So uh, security operations are fascinating to me, probably because I'm, I'm a huge nerd, but I, I think socks are really interesting. So what a sock does is, you know, you've basically got a, a center with, with people and they've got technology deployed to all of their clients, which of course these days is very easy to do with the web. So they've got secure connections into the dealerships and they've got software running on the computers and servers uh, and, and, you know, infrastructure where they're looking for types of, you know, things that the attackers do to attack the systems. They look for signs and clues of that, and then they correlate all of that data together, right? So they, they have pretty good visibility or very good visibility into the network and are specifically looking for signatures of cyber attackers. Now, a SOC a good one, the right one, is 24-7 by 365. So they've always got people there. They're always watching. And one of the key things to a SOC is that they have 24-7 response. So it's not very valuable if they see something or something trips off an alarm at three in the morning and you don't have a person there not only to spot it, but to actually take action. So you want to have a SOC that's 24-7 by 365 as far as taking action, not just monitoring. And I've seen SOCs out there, which is always surprising to me, that will offer you know monitoring, but they only offer remediation right, and, and doing something about it 9 to 5, which is always kind of a head scratcher. So they're doing stuff 24-7. And, you know, the key thing to a SOC is they're, they're taking action to fill holes, right? So when they see, they're kind of proactively scanning and looking for things, and then they're giving recommendations on what should be fixed. A, a good example of that actually came out last week where Microsoft um, released a, a, you know, bulletin saying that their exchange servers had were vulnerable and had to be immediately patched. And they actually released a tool that had to be run to see if cyber attackers had compromised the server via that vulnerability. And our SOC knew about it immediately. You know, within within hours of that being released, our SOC knew about it. We knew which servers had that vulnerability and we were able to go through and patch it immediately. So a SOC really is critical because those types of things hanging around for days or weeks or months or never getting patched, which is what we typically see, um, you know, it's, it's just asking for trouble. It's only a matter of time. Hmm, very, very cool. Thank you for the education um, as usual. Next time, we're going to talk about the security obligations that dealers have to comply with uh, new consumer privacy legislation that's beginning to roll out, or actually it, it's it's already rolled out um, fairly significantly across the country. Uh, I believe that a lot of what we talked about today and in previous 
podcasts will be directly applicable. Well, that's it for today. I hope you found the discussion informative. See you next time. <laughs>